Hey guys, welcome to the Blue Inversion podcast. This is the first episode and I'm your host Shayan. If it is 19th of April and you're you're listening or watching on this date, thank you so much for tuning in because you're watching on the launch date. So that really makes a lot of difference to me. Means a lot. So this podcast is going to be biweekly. Uh that means every Tuesday or every tuesday and thursdays uh, that's what i'm hoping for um let's see how far i can continue this streak and i really really hope i can maintain the discipline of doing this if you cannot already tell from the video if you're not watching it format of this show goes like this i make an artwork every weekday again that's what i'm hoping for and then i take um two of my favorite ones um or maybe just two random ones i'm not that good at judging my own artworks so i'll take the i'll take the time lapse of it throw it in and then i'll talk through it on some topic so today's topic happens to be how i got started with blender and i know this is going to be a good interesting topic because i want to know how you guys got started so just let's discuss how we all got started because blender the blender community is so diverse everybody has some so many interesting stories and i have heard so many interesting stories from so many of my friends and uh, fellow blender heads that it's really nice to listen to a new one, new story every every day every time so uh yeah so here's my story before that if you're wondering where can you listen to this podcast um uh, you can listen to this on any platform that hosts any kind of podcast or audio service uh spotify Uh, Apple Music, I guess, or what is the Apple Podcasts? I think that's a different different platform. Anyways, all of the major distribution platforms will have this podcast, but it will take a few weeks or maybe one week. They do it pretty fast these days. I'm not very sure about that, but right now you can listen to it on Spotify, on um, YouTube, of course, and you can listen to it on Anchor. And I'll have a page on my website. You can just directly play it on there. and yeah so obviously the video is not going to be there so it is going to be an audio uh podcast on all those platforms but if you want the video you can always tune into my youtube channel it's not that bad anyways um so here's how i got started it was i guess 2012 13 ish and i was a big time gamer back then like still not like those people who played 10 12 hours a day but i was i was pretty good at it like i was keeping up with the competition like 5 to 6 hours 3 4 hours at least on it on a good day the games that i was playing weren't even that popular so i had this thing uh i used to play very weird games like those games which had a story like kind of um uh, as a marketing as as a marketing um gimmick for most of the films and movies because i like the story i was not a pro gamer as in all the controls and the gameplay and shit so i never played all those kind of games the rpg games and any mobile games later on i completely dropped gaming at a certain point but back then i was very big into those story games for example um it's they called it adventure games i guess anyway so I, i used to play harry potter a lot in fact most of the story i 
came to know through the games and it didn't have most of the story of course but uh, the the main thing the main uh, drive to be a fan of harry potter came from the games itself then i switched to the movies later on i watched the movies but i still go back to the visuals in the games and the how the whole feel so yeah so harry potter games was a big inspiration and then um i also played played fifa and all that but this is not the inspiration for any 3d or cg so let there be no confusion uh, regarding that they they were a big part of my life back then apart from school this is what i used to do so and of course football um if you ha- if you have been my, my email subscriber since the boundless blending days then you might know that i was big with football back then uh, i was really serious about the football tournament that used to uh, take place in our school i'm still big into football but i don't keep up with the football games anymore just just a hobbyist anyways so the harry potter game had a lot of influence on me and it happened to be that i used to watch a lot of discovery channel because back then kids were forced to watch uh, all those science related uh, channels and honestly speaking discovery channel wasn't really that bad uh, most of the shows were good i enjoyed them actually so i watched them and except those except those shows which always had some predator hunting down some other other thing and that that format seems to be so popular must be doing very good on the commercial charts i don't know like all all the animal planet type of content i used to big no for towards those so what i used to watch was um the science videos the science kind of shows and the the how is how it's made kind of shows and there i don't really remember much about the show itself but what i do remember is that there was this show which showed the uh, behind the scenes for harry potter uh, i i remember it was the goblet of fire game um movie excuse me i'm still into the gaming zone um uh, and how they made that scene where hermione is und- uh, under submerged under water and then harry goes and saves her or something like that that scene to a certain extent i thought might be it is the actress herself uh, somehow they managed it managed to shoot that with some camera angle trick or something but turns out no it was actually a 3d model it was a render and it's completely mind boggling for a kid of that age it's 2013 i was 13 year old and it's crazy i i don't even think that was third i was 11 or 12 because 13 was 2013 was something uh, was the time i've just started using blender uh, relatively uh regularly now so it was 11 or 12ish and i was really inspired by the behind of scene, behind the scenes i like it didn't even cross my mind all throughout my uh, life till then which was pretty uh short till then uh but still i was not never exposed to this fact that 3d is something and that you can make realistic looking things apart outside of this drawing and painting thing you can uh, there is another way to simulate picture that's that's crazy and the um i it was i guess uh, 3ds max or maya wasn't even blender like come on uh, blender was in nowhere inside back then it it was getting a little bit of traction online among the open source community i guess 
So I went online. I was immediately hooked to this idea. I wasn't even like, yay, I'm going to create a website and uh, share artworks. No, I was just I was just a curious kid. Had the internet, not even that fast. A little bit better than a dial-up connection. And just I went ahead and searched for what can I what can I do with my piece of shit computer. Uh, I knew. I, I had this idea that you need to have supercomputers because those guys who were sh- in the behind the scene clip in the show, they had like really high end computers and lots of machinery going on. And I'm like, I don't think I can even render, like I can't even make, make a, like, come on. I couldn't even uh, play most of the high end AAA games on my computer. So how can I render something like that, isn't it? But I, I was still curious, what can I do with my, my computer? Then I searched online, and guess what? 3ds Max came up, and Maya came up, and no offense to them, but guess what? They were really expensive. I'm not going to ask my father, like, it didn't even cross my mind to ask my father for buying a software, where back then, and in, in, where I live, uh, buying software is ludicrous. Nobody buys software. Everybody is, is like, why don't you why don't you download it through the torrent, you know? And I was always this kid. I'm still now actually. That helped me a lot to get uh, to get uh, started with Blender because it had the GPL license. I always check the license and stuff and how whether I'm getting it legally. I really care about the creator, you know. And it's really seriously, like I don't want to play. Gar- I, I don't want, don't want to um, get away with something, get away with uh, piracy and just take reap the benefits of someone's long and hard work so yeah i respect that so i i couldn't get started with 3dx max or maya no question i gave up but then again uh somehow i again searched online some other day because the curiosity was burning in me so i came across blender i still came ac- i came across blender the previous time as well but um I didn't really realize it was free. Then I, then I de- did some more cross research and all that stuff. And Blender seemed to be a good starting point. I just wanted to be. Uh, I just wanted to visualize the environment, how it is. Like, what what do you actually do to make these models and rendering this realistic VFX? So I got started with Blender, opened it up, fired it up on my computer. I was clueless. <laughs> Blender had a very um, like first of all, I was a thirteen year, twelve uh, year old kid, had no I, no exposure to learning any kind of high end or com- complex software. I only knew MS Paint, I guess, and Blender. That was not even a uh, maintaining the industry standards for UI and UX. So it was a very different environment, a very a pretty bad intro to learning software, I will get, I, I will say, but um, the experience was worth it, of course. Anyways, so I got started with it. I followed a few tutorials after a while, like initially I was not really motivated, but what kept me going was, I guess, that this thing that most people do not appreciate about Blender or doesn't even um, come to their mind when using Blender, if they are natively using Blender since the beginning, like me, is that Blender is an independent 3D suit. You do not need any other software or something in between in the pipeline to get you 
to the next step. You can make the model, you can texture, you can do the lighting, you can do the shading, everything, rendering, post-processing even, most of the post-processing stuff, everything can be done within Blender. So you get started with some, started at one point, and then you finish with the final result using one software. You can even use a, put Blender in a pen drive, flash drive, uh, then fire it up on any computer if you're not at home, if you're at, uh, at your office, you can, that's the reason many of the people got started with Blender and, st and stuck with Blender. So that was another reason and being free of course it was a big reason because I was a kid, I wasn't even, didn't even know, had no clue there was an industry backing the whole thing and that open source free software still needed money somehow, I didn't understand anything. So that was, so Blender also gave me the intro to entrepreneurship and everything happened since, like the boundless blending thing, I wanted to share my stuff with the whole Blender community. That brings me on to this another point that I'd like to share about Blender, that yeah, I got started with Blender because it was free and it was a full 3D suit. But what made me stay with Blender was the Blender community, is the Blender community still now. It's growing at a rapid pace and Blender 2.8, that exploded. Blender is almost mainstream now. Many movies have used, uh, is using Blender and most big high-end um, studio artists are using Blender. They acknowledge that they're using Blender and why it's so useful. Like there are features which most that the other softwares do not have. I'm not saying Blender is production-wise uh, better than the other softwares. Maybe it is, maybe it is not. It's very subjective. Most studio, studios will say different things. But I'm saying it is a different approach to 3D because it doesn't follow the industry standard all the time. And it's very useful because I think it leads to a lot of new developments, like the cloth, uh, the, the cloth brush for sculpting that was recently came out. I don't think it is in the stable yet, but in, in the 2.83 alpha it's there. Um, and it's done by Mr. Pablo. He single-handedly developed it. Big shout out to him. And that's that really blew the minds of a lot of um, mainstream commercial um, users of other, other softwares. And it's, I'm not like Blender against the rest of the world. I'm not that cult. I'm not in part of the cult, but of course I love Blender and I really don't think the kind of work I do needs um, anything else. And of course the shading, the shaders, the node system is so robust. It doesn't have Substance Painter type of utilities yet, but it's really possible to make them and uh, turn it into something really powerful. The fact that it is not, uh, it is not working on bitmaps, it has a procedural engine backing it, that's really uh, really powerful. So you can have infinite resolution and all that. That really fascinated me. The shaders thing, that really got me one step ahead, one step deep into the Blender community and the whole thing, the whole industry. That led me to start boundless blending and then making the shaders. That that was a very interesting part on uh, on in my, in my life. Uh, like really something personal, the Blender thing still feels like a big part of my identity. And I'm really following my, my passion till now. I'm going full horsepower, full force into this um, industry now, now that I'm 19 and this got this whole rebranded, this whole bl boundless blending thing got rebranded into blue inversion, started this podcast, 
um, really pushing the quality of my uh, tutorials and I'm going all in and I really love the community. This is my passion and I'm really going all in. And as I said, Blender introduced to me, introduced into my blood, the entrepreneurship, like the most valuable uh, side effect of being in the community, I guess, because there were such, there are such, um, such a nice community going on. It's, it's great to, it's, it's such, it's so easy to share your ideas and share your work in the community. There's such, uh, such a good network of, uh, pub publishing websites, uh, great artists, good YouTube channels, very, very high, high end YouTube channels. The rules of the industry are very well set in, in Blender, in the Blender community, I guess. And the open source, the whole, the concept is very fascinating to me. The Blender Institute is getting a lot of uh, backing by major companies now. It is really at going in full force with the development process. So I'm really proud of that, proud to be a Blender user. And I hope if you guys are new to Blender, I hope you find it more and more useful. And I hope I can contribute my own um, piece, my own part to the community to make it better, to provide valuable products and valuable resources to the users. And of course, to develop my art skills. That's why I'm doing this uh, every weekday. I will be posting some new artwork. And yeah, of course, I'm uh, inspired by people. Mike Winkleman. Mike Winkleman. If you if you don't know about him, uh, he does. He does, and is still he did, and he's still doing it. It has been more than a decade that he's putting out an artwork every day. He works in 3D. He uses Cinema 4D, I guess. And he has been doing this for 10 years, over 10 years now, never missed a day. Big inspiration to me, big inspiration for a lot of people. Shout out, shout out to people. I don't think he will watch this, but anyways, uh, that's a big inspiration for me. And um, I'm starting this for that. And I've, I couldn't manage to cram it in into the weekends because I need to reflect back. And like, that's how my brain works, I guess. I cannot work on it 24, uh, 24-7. 24-5, I can work on it. And then the other two days, I can reflect on it because I guess that's a good cycle. I make, I'm in production mode and then I'm in learning more uh, in the weekend. So moreover, I'm not making artworks all the time. I want to really expand this Blue Inversion ecosystem. I want to make uh, more high quality tutorials. Seems like most people uh, found out some kind of value, a bit of value from my uh, previous tutorials so I'll be making many many more of those I'm pushing my boundaries with that I'm trying to make them as high quality as possible and also I'm I'm really focusing on making high-end products and that is taking a much a, quite a large amount of my time and I'm not I'm not worried about that because I know the products will be very useful so I'm committed to giving that time it needs and that's why you didn't see me for, for for quite long after I released the latest tutorial, uh, I guess the micro tutorial came up uh, again. So not that long that I didn't post, but I have some ideas and um, some of them are in the works. So you'll be getting those tutorials soon. And there's a product in the in the works. If you are following me on Gumroad and if you're following me on Mailchimp, then you will be aware of it. I believe that I'm working on a shader pack. And that will be out um, 
next month, I guess, or maybe the end of April. I don't know uh, about that, but I'll let you know everything. If you're following me on YouTube, that's that's all right. You don't need to follow me everywhere. If you're following me on any of the platforms, you'll know about it. But make sure you get my posts. So, so here's the plug, right? <laughs> Subscribe to my YouTube. Turn on the notifications bell so that you don't miss a post. You get the notification because YouTube is funny and it's very funny. It, I don't know why they did this. Maybe it's good or maybe it's bad. I'm not an expert at this. But uh, if you, even if you're subscribed, they won't show you most of my videos because uh, if, if YouTube decides it's not eligible to be shown to you, even if you're a subscriber. So if, uh, unless you explicitly come to my channel or you go to your subscribers tab, which nobody goes to, uh, yeah, so I'm not saying the YouTube tutor, uh, algorithm is bad because most of the time when I come to YouTube, I find that the recommended things, be it from other channels that I never heard of, they still show useful stuff that I would like to spend my time on. But that still takes away from the creator because the subscription model was strong enough. So it's a very pulling from both both poles and both ends. And it's a, a very difficult topic to answer in a five-minute uh, in a five minute time frame. So I will not talk about that that much. I'm not an expert on that, but make sure you are, you are subscribed. I, lo I would love to um, have you on board. And yeah, so that is it. That's my story. And I'll, I really want this podcast to be uh, honest and authentic. So I'm doing this very raw. Whatever you're seeing, this is not post-edited. This is pre-edited. Uh, it was set up. It's like a studio environment, kind of. Like, I wanted to have a good layout and stuff. And I think I succeeded at it halfway. And it's looking not bad. I just want to make it listenable and watchable. Then I will work on the quality more and more as I put out more. Because I believe in volume. So that's very important, I guess. That's what I've learned. That's what I've, like... That I always heard this from most... Uh, people I admire. So most of the people I follow, be it artistic or maybe they're entrepreneurs, most of the people I admire, they really focus on this. Like at least I've seen this pattern that they have a huge volume of workout. So I'm really putting in uh, the time and energy into putting out more, more and more work. So the first episode is not going to be the best. I, I guarantee this is not my best work, of course. And I'm not claiming to be the best at podcasting either. Not going to be Neither am I any good in making artworks. I can make an artwork. That's like the entry level thing. So it's all, this is where the work starts, I guess. So I hope I can maintain this discipline and and keep keep working towards my goals. That would be like, oh, the time lapse just ended, I guess. Okay, that's pretty cool. <laughs> the time lapse was not supposed to end at this weird moment when I was sharing such inspirational thoughts with you guys. Anyways, uh, so I'll pause it. Hmm. So yeah, I should end the podcast here. It's been almost 26 minutes. And thank you for your time. Actually, this is a long form podcast. And it is not one of those tutorial type of podcasts where I share some very useful tips with you. This is very useless. But a very laid back experience. I hope I 
made you smile or may, at least provided some kind of value through it. You learned something. Maybe you love the experience. I just want it to be authentic, honest, raw. So just share your comments in the comment section below. Connect with me. Send me a DM. If you're on the email list, of course, you can always email me. I always reply back to every email I get. And uh, let's be on this artistic and creative journey together. I will be out with another podcast on Tuesday and on Thursday. So two episodes next week and every week, as far as I hope, unless something really terrible happens. And it is terrible times, right? The COVID-19 situation, it isn't looking really good. And India, I'm from India, by the way, if you don't know. So I'm from India and the places that I am in, the, the place I am in, uh, the region, I am in, I'm tripping now, I should end this podcast soon. Uh, the region I'm in, it is not very much affected yet. Things are still in control. I'm not saying it's completely zero here, but it hasn't gone ham with the virus inf infection. But it is yet to be decided whether we have it under control or not because it hasn't been that those many days yet. Um, maybe we are... Uh, maybe we are behind on the timeline and it's there waiting for us in the near future. I don't know. But um, yeah, I hope um, you got some value out of this podcast and take care. Don't forget to wash your hands and be safe. Just follow, just follow the guidelines by WHO and be safe. So this was Shyan. See you on the next episode. Take care.